Welcome to the Just What I Needed to Hear podcast with Yoga Farm Ithaca, where we teach you how to live the principles of yoga both on your mat and off the mat in the living curriculum of your precious life. The question was such a great one about, you know, how do I know how much to charge for, for an event like that? Because in, in my mind, there's really two ways you can look at a question like that. And of course, as you're making choices, you're going to look at it through different lenses and different facets, right? There's the, there's the lens of, I'm going to calculate the math of the, how far I drive. There's the, the math of time and what is my time worth per, per hour, et cetera. And the, the model of business that Jeannie, Christopher, and I, before we came together, was very much a balance of, I would say, both a masculine way of approaching and a feminine way of approaching that question. And where I, my conclusion is that heartful business is the, is the new paradigm of business. My own personal business success, even before I, Christopher and I met, was because my business always came, my business model, the model that I followed, always flowed from my heart. My tuition, my rates, my services were never dependent on needing X amount of dollars to um, fulfill on my monthly budget or anything like that, okay? And now what, what we're sharing here with you is we're not, our intention isn't to, to have you buy into this model, okay? We're just sharing from, from our experience. Um, a model like this following the, the, the heart of business model really has to be an intrinsic authentic expression of you, okay? It's not for everyone. So please know that we're not suggesting anything here. Just wanna share with you perhaps a different perspective on on business. Um, The heart of business, making choices, discerning how much to charge for something, when it flows through, this your center here, it's imbued with a different energy than if we only come up with answers from the mental body. The heart, the heart of business to me means to develop the habit of giving more than you're paid for. That doesn't mean don't ask for pay and don't receive your value. It's to develop the habit of giving more than you pay for than you're paid for especially in an area where you wish to build something new, to build something fresh. You don't know what opportunities lead to other opportunities. You don't know what connections lead to other connections. Mm -hmm. You don't know what ripples your service may have. So there's people are students and yoga teachers are generally in a couple different camps. One camp is I have a, I have a decent job and I'd like to move on and yet it's sustaining me or my partner or my family, or there's someone in my household that already is 
sustaining, that there's some sustenance here, that it's not essential that I bring every dollar possible out of every effort that I put in. In that environment, you might, you might see an easier route to giving more than you're paid for. Mm -hmm. And then there's a different situation that many are in, which is that it's very, very important for me to earn money, to sustain my life, to put food on the table. And that may not be the opportune time to start an entrepreneurial activity. Mm -hmm. That might be more of an opportunity to say, let me, let me find something a little more stable. Let me find a, a job or some work or freelance or contract work that has a known exchange of money. Mm -hmm. However, if you're looking to create something new and to create something big and to create something long-term, then moving away from the mindset of, let me make sure I receive, delinking your intrinsic value from the paycheck such that you can see to, to find a way to give as much as you possibly can in the early stages to allow the possibility, you know, cast some seeds wide because you don't know what will sprout. That's what occurred to me. And the, 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 the paradigm, the business model, the, the heart of business really requires you connecting to what is your, what is your intention? What is you, the why of your offering? What matters most to you about your offering? It's very difficult to be generous with your heart offering, which I would assert each one of you, if you're called to teach yoga in the world, it's coming from this part of you. It's coming from your chest. It's because you believe there's a medicine here in, in yoga. So when it comes from when it comes from your heart center, you're really your offering is essentially an embodied expression of your soul vow. So where you can be generous in the heartful model of business, be generous. Now there's a catch to this because if you're generous for the sake of, oh, I'll be generous so that more comes back. Don't knock on our door and be like, guys, I did what you said and it didn't work. <laughs> it has to, it has to, it, it can only be authentic or it, or it doesn't flow. And um, when Christopher and I came together seven years ago and we just offered and gave and gave and gave so many different versions of things because it was our passion. And before I knew Christopher, there were times when maybe um, I remember at one point, maybe 2010, there was a moment where I literally had it was like a brief little window where I had like about 50 bucks to my name. And there was for, for like seven days, there was absolutely nobody in the world that I could ask for that would be able to like bail me out if I needed something like epic, like brakes broke in my car or something like that. 
And I never wavered from being generous with my services, generous with my offerings. I always gave more than I received for pay. And, and my worth of myself wasn't determined, wasn't based or linked to how much I was charging, right? So I was, mm, I was able to be generous where it called for generosity, where it was service in the world and let go of, I need, I need, I need something in return. I just gave and gave and gave. And that window where I had 50 bucks and I, I heard the voice in the space between my thoughts uh, suggest that I give even some of that away. And I just, I, I knew the right, the right thing to do was to just follow those simple directions. And a flood of abundance flowed my way the next week. So, I ne so when you give authentically without seeking to return, you see how you play in the, in the current, in the currency of money, the exchange of money, money is an energy will be a mirror of how you play in the current and currency of love. I promise you, they parallel one another. So if your experience in, in relationships is of a transactional nature, and oftentimes we're not aware of that, your approach in business will follow. It will be transactional. There's nothing wrong with the transactional model of business. And what we wish to bring to your attention is that there is an entirely new paradigm of business, one upon which the foundation of the Yoga Farm nonprofit is built on and experienced great abundance because of the heartful model of business. And don't think for a second that we weren't tested too. You're tested if you're going to follow your heart and your generosity in business. There were, there, were, there were times where we were like, ooh, interesting to see how we're going to figure out payroll in about four months. And we, or four days. <laughs> and we never, ever, the conversation that never happened was, do you think we should start charging for something that we had been? Or do you think we should pause on offer what's honest and in integrity self-determined tuition options for some of our big programs? Right, so so we we never wavered from this. Um, this is a this is is this model the the heart of business is an extension of who you are everywhere in your life. So I I hope that that I hope that that makes sense. It's just a just a little touching in on mm -hmm. um, this perspective. Another one of the another one of the key factors is to act as if you have what you believe you need to be able to act that way. So here's practical examples. So you might say, 
Well, if I was very wealthy, I wouldn't charge for yoga classes because Mm -hmm. I personally believe that yoga and meditation is a gift to all of humanity. And I would like my life to be about giving this regardless of people's ability to afford it. So my vision would be mm-hmm. that I would be able to teach yoga and, and have it be donation based where the, where the donation goes to some local benefit. right? To or it could go to you or, and or it be simply self-determined, right? Based on what someone's, yeah. Yeah. So act as if the situation that you see for yourself, you know, there's a lot of talk on you create your own reality and how do you manifest abundance and all of this. One of the key factors from what I've, the the glimpse that I've caught of the, of the subtle workings of this is to behave in a manner that you would, if you had the situation that you believe that you want. So it's a little bit of a cart before the horse. So instead of I, I absolutely want to be able to do yoga for a sliding scale or for free. So therefore I need to charge more now so that I can get to that point. You flip that around and say, what I'd love to be able to do is to teach a hundred people yoga and not have anybody turn nobody away because I'm charging $25 and that would be a lot. So you turn that around and you say, oh, this is my opportunity to travel, to teach what is the method that would have the most people be able to attend? It would be no minimum fee or $5 or something. So you act as if you, you, you use your actions, you put your body. It's not, in, it's not all about the thinking. You put your body, you do motions and actions with your body in the world that reflects how you want it to be for you. And The other aspect to what Christopher is saying is that this is the whole purpose of the mind training piece, the yoga of awareness. Because again, remember, you have 80,000 thoughts a day. So if you you do what Christopher is saying, what we're inviting you to explore, you act as if, you have to be responsible and aware of what you're thinking internally. If you still have unreconciled unworthiness stories or you're doing you're, you're you're operating as if as a hope like a I wish I wish I wish I hope right that won't work they, it will cancel you, you can't just think five minutes out of your day I'm going to act as if and yet there be internal dialogue of unworthiness that's not, that hasn't been, been tended to. It has to be consistent, all right? Or it, it just, or it collapses. And you also can't go wrong with tiered offerings, right? Like, so um, self-determined three tiers to choose from. There can be a, a budget tuition, a budget offering. There could be a middle and there could be a pay it forward level. You can, that's always also, that's also a very heartful model where I, th- I it's been my experience in my life that, people appreciate um, and feel honored and respected and trust and and to be entrusted to determine um, their tuition offering and people that can do the pay it forward option do because they realize that the, the, the other, the number on, on a different tier is possible because enough people are contributing the pay it forward tuition 
and helping to make that possible. So I'm always a great fan of, of that um, because I really, it matters to us very much about inclus inclusivity and that no one is denied access to this education or to services um, and that any seeker will be um, welcomed and um, and I just find that it always balances out. 